Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me, sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram, sarcastic.aa.book. Website to recoveryradiokmp3.com and you get the books. Go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started, or it's just winding down, or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are, you and me. I am glad for that. grateful I have no desire to drink today, and I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's. I don't know what French roast is, but it's delicious. Mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut, of course. I'm drinking it like a banshee today. I'm drinking it like a like I'm in a timed contest. This is my second mug. So I'm a little coked out right now. <laughs> really fired up today. I go to a meeting a day and have a full life. Meetings are not my life. I have a very rich, full life. Do lots of fun things and creative things and have people in my life who are not in the program and and I have a lot of people in, in my life who are in the program and almost no activities outside of those meetings I go to every day involve the program. But I do go to a meeting every day because I feel a moral obligation to be around and um, pass it on. like a broken record I'm beating a horse that's very much alive still you know with my my experience and my the message that I've adopted it's not that easy (laughs) because really carrying the message means usually shutting up that's usually what it means Almost always, my experience is, you know, don't play a note. Don't do anything. Don't tell somebody what to do. Usually what will happen is somebody will come to me for help and I will ask them questions and I'll try to go right out of the chapter working with others. 
where I encourage them to follow their conscience. I make it clear they're not under obligation to me. I describe alcoholism as the big book describes it, the, the strange mental blank spots that prohibit the normal functioning of the willpower. I let them know I'm there if they want to proceed. But I don't tell them what to do. And normally they'll walk away and 20 people will tell them what to do. And they'll do that. <laughs> but that poor big book. Gotta tell you. The poor big book. Such a simple, loving, clear message. Don't push people. Don't prod people. Don't insist they do this. Don't argue with them about it. Don't talk down to them from any moral or spiritual hilltop. Don't make it don't make it that they owe you anything or are obligated to you in any way. Don't make it that they have to please you in any way. These are not ideas that are my spin. It's not my take. These are direct things out of the big book. With nothing throughout the first 164 pages contradicting any of those things. Because you might hear that and say, well, yeah, it might say that, but it also says this and that. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't say anything that opposes any of those things I just mentioned. Yet still... Going out into the world and trying to carry that message. People continuously, I'll hear people say that it's my way. I'm, you know, I want to go through the steps the way you do it or, 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 you know, the way that, you know, and the way I take people through the steps, my way, in quote, is just simply... I mean, it's not my way. It's what the big book says. That's it. But I do have a reputation in town that I hear that is reflected back at me repeatedly where I have a certain way of doing it that's different. And it's very strange to me because all I do is go line by line right out of the book to the very best of my ability. I don't have people write in step one because the big book doesn't have people write in step one. I don't have people write in step two because the big book doesn't have people write in step two. I don't have people write in step three because the big book doesn't do that. I don't give people their character defects because the big book doesn't ask me to. I don't tell my sponsees to whom they need to make amends because the big book doesn't tell me to do that. I can share my experience. I can give, quote, much practical advice, end quote. Having had the experience myself, but it's just not about me. I guess that's the bottom line with all this. The way the big book 
lays out my working with other people, it removes me from the center of it. It removes me from the equation. It's not about me and what I want, what I think should happen and how I think it should go. A very valuable thing that I learned is that when I am frustrated with a sponsee, it doesn't mean anything other than I have made it about me. I'm playing God. I mean, that's it. Almost all the people who reach out to me for help, <clears throat> who have been sober, reach out to me about that. Almost everyone. It's the most common thing. Somebody will be really struggling and they'll reach out and, <clears throat> and I'll say, what's going on? And they'll say, well, my sponsee's, you know, trouble with a sponsee, you know, they're not doing this or they're doing that or they're not saying this or they're saying that and, you know, are they adults? And my job is to lay the kit of spiritual tools at their feet for their inspection and after that, match their willingness, help them as much as I can. But that's it. I used to get really, really worked up about what a sponsee was doing or not doing. I used to get very, very worked up about it before I came to see that it's just me playing God. It's not my responsibility. To get anybody sober. And I don't have the power to do that. It's kind of like sponsorship is this car, you know? Somebody will be like, I want to get in that car. And you're like, okay, you know, all right. But you are in possession of the key. You are, not me. I can't give you willingness. I can't give you honesty. I can't give you open-mindedness. I just can't. And those are the things you need. And those are the things that used to make me irate when my sponsees didn't have them. And those are the things that would make me upset before I was able to make a connection between that and, and my playing God. Dude, I told you this coffee today. It's just, I can't get enough of it. It's my alcoholic thinking, man. I'm a more whore. Just kidding. It's just not about me. My job now is to Try to align my will with what I think God would have me do. And I think God would have me take my inventory and not yours. I 
I think God would have me focus on my own spiritual demonstration. Try and always be raising the ceiling that I have for compassion and empathy. Because there is no end to that. I should just be working on that. While being true to my highest self. Try and do that. <laughs> you know, if you're like me and you try to just be true to your highest self, you it's not that easy to do. But try and do that without imposing my will on anyone else. It's a puzzle to work on. Quote, we have entered the world of the spirit. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for a lifetime. End quote. That's in the big book. Talking about step 10. I did step 10, man. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go work out in front of a mirror so I can watch myself. I'm just going to go look at myself in the mirror and flex and lift weights and (laughs) suddenly find out I'm just Patrick Bateman. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'm out of here. If, any needs to, if anybody needs to hear it, I'll say that everything is okay. I want to give a shout out today to Stephanie and Mackenzie, Dave, Chelsea, Kelly, and Randy, Tony and Richard. Tom and Lucy and uh, Magenta. All right, I'm out of here. Waiter, can I get four of these to go, please? Yeah. I'm, fine. I'm fine. Okay. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope you do the same.